Welcome back, everyone, to Great Quarter Gals. I am Grace Sharkey, and I guess today it's just Great Quarter Grace. Uh, unfortunately, Kaylee's not here, but she took over for me last week, so we're just going to ping-pong next a uh, couple weeks for you. Uh, we'll be back together next week, though, for sure. So uh, excited to be here with you all today. I've been traveling a lot, going to a number of conventions and, of course, industry events, and it's uh, it's been a fun ride. I've got to meet a lot of interesting people, and I'm really excited, especially a lot of the women that we've I've got to meet over the last couple of weeks, bringing them on the show. Uh, not even just, uh, especially we're at Manifest, right? Not just technology companies, but there's a number of shippers and a number of carriers that we got opportunity to talk with. So uh, excited to bring them on here in the next couple of weeks. But until then, uh, is the first episode of us, well, uh, just the second episode, uh, I guess at this point, because Kayla did sneak put in last week, of us in February. And for everyone out there, we all know that it is Black History Month. So I figured why not start off, and we're going to work on actually for all the episodes from this uh, month, highlighting amazing Black women in our industry who are doing incredible things um, from entry-level positions all the way up to executive level as well. So I've got three for you today that I figure we'd start off with. Then we'll get to our special guest, an actual insider here at FreightWaves as well for you all to meet too. Uh, first one, of course, is going to be someone that Kaylee and I both got to meet at the Women in Trucking or Women yeah, Women in Trucking Conference in Dallas. Uh, this, this last year has gone by so fast. So many events. And uh, that was Kendra Tucker. Now, I believe that we've had her on a number of industry uh, uh, events or a number of FreightWaves events, virtual as well. She is the CEO now of truckstop.com. You guys all know, if you see any of my writing, I'm a huge Truckstop fan. Uh, when I was in a brokerage world, Use TruckStop, leverage TruckStop, uh, of course, to run brokerages and, and find carriers and open up our networks. So happy to see that she took charge. Now, I'd really suggest everyone go and uh, connect with Kendra on LinkedIn. Go check out her profile because what's also interesting about Kendra is that she comes also from in the investment space, working with Vista in the past. And uh, what's interesting, right, is that's even an area that we're looking to promote and bring more uh, women of color into as well. And uh, throughout this month, too, and in the next following months as well, we're hoping to bring on more women of color, uh, Latinx and Asian women as well to, of course, give them a platform to speak on. So uh, uh, Kendra is one in particular that was absolutely great. Hopefully we'll have her on the show soon. I believe we've had her over a year ago. If not, I think it was uh, one of our uh, in-person events, but she's really friendly, really nice. And of course, uh, very intelligent when it comes to this industry, but more so the technology and bringing this industry forward in the technology it's existing right now. So uh, shout out to Kendra, go check her out on LinkedIn. The second woman in uh, transportation, I think a lot of people know this one. She's been in the industry for a while. You have Ramona Hood. She's the president and CEO of FedEx 
custom critical. Now, I actually uh, got a short conversation as she was leaving uh, Manifest this past week, but she is very friendly uh, and has won numerous awards in the past, uh, especially at Women in Trucking. I believe the first Women in Trucking event I went to, uh, she got their big grand award uh, as well. So she's doing really amazing things, has worked her way up at FedEx as well. And I think that's a, a really interesting story to see. Go check her out on LinkedIn too. Uh, these are all people that you want to connect with. They're they're really great, of course, in the network networking uh, arena when it comes to uh, supply chain management. So um, go see what she's done to, of course, work her way up at FedEx to the position that she's at today. And that is a huge area of FedEx as well that she's managing. So shout out to her. Uh, last but definitely not least is a, a person I actually met through a number of uh, different contacts in uh, Instagram as well. And I figured I, I got a highlighter. She's hilarious on Instagram, which is about getting the work done and really improving the sector for carriers as well. Her name is Kelsey Scott. Now, she's the founder of Legacy Trucking Consulting. Now, a really quick background story on Kelsey. She actually started her company when she was 36 months, or sorry, 30, 36 weeks pregnant. Uh, 36 months pregnant. Can you imagine? Yikes. No. Uh, and so the fact that she was able to, of course, step aside from her work and focus uh, not only on just building her, her company, uh, but starting a family as well. It's a lot of the content that she actually creates is how she manages both her family, uh, both growing uh, the business with her husband, and of course, making sure that carriers are compliant and all uh, always possible. And she makes really funny content. If we can show one of her reels real quick, it's, it's pretty clever stuff. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> and that's like a, a very small portion. She does videos just like that, but she also gives out tips and tricks uh, for everyone as well. So go check her out. Uh, we'll put up her uh, Instagram name really quick. I believe it's Mrs. Dot Scott is, uh, yep, Scott is official, and that'll get you to her too. Uh, she's got some really great stuff, and I'd highly recommend if you're a newer carrier or you don't have your paperwork in order, that's basically what she preaches all day. So she was definitely there to help you and guide you through those situations. And like I said, it's just the beginning of Black History Month, so hopefully Kaylee and I can start to recognize even more women in this industry who are stepping up to the plate and not just, of course, leading our industry through huge initiatives like we see at Truck Stop and FedEx, uh, but people like Kelsey as well, who's helping spread more equity uh, into different uh, communities, minority communities in particular, uh, that we actually need to sustain uh, this industry. You know, uh, talking about Manifest, that was one of the biggest topics that we talked about. And it's not just sustainability in regards to, of course, the environment, but the sustainability of the large networks and the large supply chains that we're creating. It's going to take people, and it's going to take people that haven't been a part of our industry in the past. So shout out to people like Kelsey who's working to make sure that this environment is not only ready, but prepared to help these individuals uh, create large companies, grow their companies, and at the end of the day, create uh, a successful wealth and uh, a lineage for their families as well. I think that's what's really incredible. Now, uh, we're going to move into, of course, our guests for today. And we've brought on a couple of guests in the past before that have been with the FreightWaves team. And it's funny, when I do go to conferences, people... I think they see people like me and Kaylee, uh, Thomas, Mary Wright. We're the ones on the cameras, but I always stress to people like, 
there are so many individuals that you don't see on camera that are contributing to the work that we do and make us all successful. I mean, shout out to all of the editors. I am not a professional journalist. I will never say that I'm uh, always grammatically correct because I'm probably the opposite. Uh, But that's because of our amazing editors out there who help us and guide us. And today, I want to introduce you to one in particular who's just recently started working with us this last year. Her name is Brielle Jekyll. She's the deputy editor, editor for Freight Waves. Brielle, Thank you so much for coming on the show. When you first started, we talked about doing this, and now we're finally getting to this. So happy to have you on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I love that you said my name right. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> to be honest with you, it's uh, whenever I bring on new people and I have a, it, it last names, I always run them through generators to hear them back. So I did prep myself. It wasn't just something. <laughs> Thank oh, you. <laughs> It's a, it's a tough one. It was. I will say, I, I went to start this and I go, you know what? I just know you from your first name. So it's funny you say that too. Uh, now, Brielle, you're really interesting because you're someone that we've brought on who actually has a lot of industry experience, especially uh, in the editing content side of things. Can you tell our audience a little bit about your career and what's got you to Freight Waves today? Well, I have a whole history. I'm like a jack of all <laughs> trades, I guess, because I started... Um, in broadcasting for TV kind of broadcasting. And then my internship went to CNBC. So from there, I kind of kept in the business to business um, area because people saw CNBC and thought the finance channels. So I continued on with that. I ended up loving it and ended up in the supply chain of February, 2020. So about one month before everything went crazy. So um, I really was thrown into it. Um, and I covered, you know, three PLs, all that stuff at, at a magazine specifically um, for two years before I came here. Um, but I've been in journalism since 2012, B2B specifically since I think for seven years now it's been. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I did see CNBC on there too. And I was like, oh, look at this like little analyst right here. <laughs> but uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I think that's, you're right. People see that and immediately think markets and all that. But what's really cool, right, about supply chain is you almost get to dive in head first, right? You have to be up to date with kind of what CNBC is reporting on in order to truly understand a lot of what we write about as well. For you, what are some of your favorite uh, markets or sectors, chains, let's say, of the supply chain that uh, interest you the most? Well, I'm really interested in kind of sustainability across the whole board. So not a specific market for me. It's really just kind of, you know, every um, how every market can can work on their sustainability. Um, But I I also think, uh, you know, we talk a lot about trucking and I I do like 3PLs and and cold storage because that's a little bit of my background. But I just find air freight and ocean freight fascinating as well. And that's like another area where we can really help with sustainability. So that's another reason why I'm kind of drawn to those areas. Uh, I totally agree. I yeah come from the brokerage side. And then when it comes to basically what happened before it got to the port, I, I, I even have a little bit of drainage, but like even that knowledge is spare. So I agree. I think the ocean side of things, especially, you know, the globalization aspect, right, of just the last like 20, 30 years and the fact that like 
the trucking side, someone like C.H. Robinson writes, been a hundred years of trucking, but no one has had that uh, deep-rooted uh, type of business when it comes to more of a global shipping as well. So there's so much to learn and and so much more to kind of observe before we truly can like understand how everything moves. But then it's like, <laughs> this is a perfect example, right? Uh, you have something like a geopolitical issues like we see with Russia and then everything's just a total disarray. So it is like constantly changing. And I feel like sometimes global shipping, you you just start to understand it and it just throws you a curveball completely. So that's supply chain, I guess, at this point. Um, if you could kind of like step out of your role and, and uh, dedicate yourself or go back to school and learn about certain areas, would it be that global, uh, the global supply chain more? Or is there uh, other areas that interest you, uh, maybe niches, for example, that uh, you, you would take time to study? I would definitely focus on reshoring and sustainability. Those are my two um, things that I, th- I think we need to focus on personally. That's m- my opinion, is I would like to see more of that in the supply chain. So I would 100%, you know, if I could go back to school and um, kind of dive more into that. So now I kind of lean towards that in my just kind of thirst for knowledge. I'm always reading about what's going on in sustainability and reshoring, um, especially now that greenwashing is such a big, I guess, problem. It's so <laughs> widespread. I, I uh, you know, I, I like to, you have to really, really get in and dive into what's actually happening because so many people are like, yes, we're doing this. We've got rid of paper. We're green, you know? <laughs> so it's really getting into that, into the, really the, the deep minutia part of it that I'm, I'm interested in. Yeah. Like, uh, carbon credits, right. Really interests me. Like how exactly is that working? How does that, um, what's the true, like actual, um, effect it's having, you know, it's really, right. uh, this came up at, at manifest, right? Like this stuff is so new. I don't think even the people honestly who are reporting on and that in depth have true idea of like what the long-term outcome is of some of our own sustainability initiatives. Um, it's, and then you see small things like planting trees or um, uh, reforestation or things like that. Right. Where it's like, okay, let's see if, uh, if all this will help out in the long run. And I think what's really cool is, I mean, it, it is kind of negative, right. Is that we do have the biggest footprint of, of any industry out there. So it's, we do have the biggest responsibility as well, which can make that tough too. Right. I think that's why I'm drawn to it so much in the supply chain, because I do actually, before I was in the supply chain, I was working in in the luxury area. So anything regarding luxury marketing, luxury retail, that business to business side is what I focused on. And so they talk about green initiatives a lot. And yeah, there was a lot of greenwashing. Um, but then you realize like there's a whole back end side of it that the fashion brands can't even control. Um, so that's like kind of another reason why I was drawn more to the supply chain because it's like really like everything's connected to it. You know, you can do as much green as you want, but you know, if your supply chain isn't, what are you going to do? A hundred percent. And stuff like fast, fast fashion. I think as much as we kind of hate the trend for its footprint, like, 
I do kind of love it for as a shopper who likes to right. stay up with trends as well. So it's like, uh, if I have to be honest, like I'm still on Sheen as, as much as possible. So it's like, it's a double sided uh, a sword for sure. <laughs> yeah, Let's I, see. I uh, yeah, go for it. I just feel like it's less. I, I think it, the the consumer has a responsibility. I agree, but you know, my four shirts that I bought from Target last year, if I chose not to buy that, that's not making a huge impact. I really think it's it's the company's responsibility. Um, I've, I've always kind of believed that. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, you know, it's, I just flew Delta and on Delta, right, I'll tell you like what, uh, how many emissions is contributing to your flight, right? Like, it'd be really great if we could get to that point where, at least our uh our the merchants that we are buying from can tell us like what we're doing so we have a, a really good idea of more of our impact and i agree i think that's their responsibility at the end of the day um yeah. here's an interesting question for you and and you've talked about this too like like you said you i saw a lot of your cold chain work in this arena as well but if you had to start and i'm sure our production team watching this loves this too if you had to start a new freightways podcast what would it be about, uh, and maybe title-wise, if you can come off the top of your head, but uh, what do you think you would focus uh, your attention on with that? History! <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I, I handle Freightwaves Classics, which is our history channel kind of segment on the website, and I love it because I find it really interesting. I just always love history. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I think I would. Um, I think I had like a name playing around, but I can't. I can't think of it right now. But Freightwaves Classics. Yeah, if I could bring classics to a, a podcast, I totally would. <laughs> well, hey, and if we can uh, keep the female uh, name titles going, it could be like Freightwaves History or something like that. Uh, that would be cool. Write that down, Todd. Yeah, focus on, <laughs> yeah, focus on women in the supply chain of history. Let's do it. Right. No, and it's funny that you bring that up because those are some of my favorite articles. And I actually try to at least, if not twice a week, um, once a week on Fridays, I will review one of those classics on the radio. So I just think it's like a cool, fun way to like end the week, right? So like look back and see uh, where history has got us. So uh, that work is definitely not going uh, unnoticed, that's for sure. Um, a question just for you personally did you always want to go into like journalism? Is this what pushed you to, to go into this field at the end of the day? So truth be told, I'm a theater kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went through performing arts high school. I had the dream of wanting to be a starving actress, you know, but after community theater, um, uh, after like do I actually went to a performing arts high school like all of that it was just really exhausting and I realized I kind of wanted to do more broadcasting TV journalism side of things and that's what I went to college for um, and then that's where people told me that my writing was really strong and I kind of just went with writing but I do love I, I still love any on air thing I'm, at my previous position I was I was on air quite a bit and I love it I love that that's uh. <laughs> And we both, you know, it's funny, um, uh, maybe we get into more of the reality TV side here at Freight Waves, too, and we can bring that in, as we're both huge Bravo stands as well. So uh, there's Absolutely. maybe ways to, 
to bring that all together. I love that. It's uh, uh, well, hey, on that route, what is your favorite? Are you more of like a Broadway? Are you more plays? What type? When you say theater girl, what type of uh, theater are we talking about here? <laughs> well, I was an actor. Um, I can kind of sing. I cannot dance. So that really screwed me out of musical <laughs> theater uh, roles. Like I, I was in a lot of musical theater, but I never got like main roles because I'm just not <laughs> great at dancing. I'm super clumsy. I have no rhythm. Um, but I love, I used to love musicals. Now I've, I've you know, I've steered more towards reality TV in my uh, free time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> uh, see, the thing is, is I love musicals. I think I could be in one, but the audience would not like the pitchiness. So it's all, it's all in the head. It's all you just uh, picture yourself in there, right? Hey, in the shower, I'm the best singer that I've heard. So it works that way for me. Uh, oh, I'm the best shower singer there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I can hit all those be- same notes as Beyonce when no one's listening. And that's mm-hmm. that's how I'm doing all of this. Uh, for you, uh, clearly this is a, a women-driven podcast show. And uh, for you, in, in clearly, especially with your time at CNBC as well, uh, how, how, and how do you think women, I guess, can open up more and start to consider logistics and other fields within logistics and and start to join uh, the community that we're in. What would you say to maybe a a woman who, who maybe did go to theater school or came from a different type of industry? Why should they consider logistics for a long-term career? Well, first of all, I think everyone should look at logistics as a long-term career because it's something that we're always going to have. It may change shape. It may change form. um, It it may become a whole different type of ball game in the next 10, 20 years, but it's still always going to be here. uh, And, and we need that kind of stability. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities here and I love to see that women in STEM is really becoming a thing. And I think any kind of, um, you know, technical technology, um, career, women should totally look into and, 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 you know, bring that kind of different thinking into it. Um, any kind of leadership role and even, even, tr- uh, driving, I think are, are great career options for women. Um, you know, we, we can do anything and there's a spot for, for everyone everywhere. I agree. And I think if you have even kind of a little bit of, you know, interest in this area, you should totally look into it and just see what you can do because there's so many opportunities here. I love that. And uh, it's, it's so true. It starts at such a grassroots level, right? I'm, I'm currently have a meeting mm-hmm. when I get back to Michigan to uh, meet with a troop leader and hopefully start doing some Girl Scout work as well. And, and just showcasing, yeah, like the, like, I, I really want to bring um, uh, Ingrid up, right. And have them check yeah. out her truck and, but even like air cargo and like uh, just even a data analyst, right? There's so many different ways that you could enter this industry. And then at, at the end of it, right? Journalism, that's a huge one too. And um, and it, I, it's interesting. I, I really like that you kind of showcase like your, the switch in your career because even for myself, like I went to school to become a lawyer and my friends that I went to school with now are like, what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> like, like your life seems insanely the opposite, but it, you work out, it works out and you also contribute to like such a, a huge space that actually affects the young consumers. Right. And I think 
that's what's the most fun. Um, so thank you for joining Freight Waves. And thank you, of course, for being a part of this. Where can people reach out to you if they want to learn more about you and your career as well? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Jacobrielle, um, and then also follow my classics uh, columns or, or stories on uh, FreightWaves.com. You can you can hit Discover and then FreightWaves Classics, and you'll see all of my uh, history stuff there. I actually have an interesting true crime uh, uh, article coming up soon, so that should be fun. Ooh, who doesn't like a nice little true crime drama? Love that, love that. Well, thank you, Brielle. Thank you so much for coming on. I'll make sure I share that too on all of our links to the show so that you guys can check out those classics. And of course, for our audience, uh, we uh, will have Kaylee back hopefully next week with us. And uh, um, if you want some more content from me, there's a number of uh, avenues you can head to. Of course, I'm on the radio, Sirius XM, every single day, the Road Dog Trucking Channel, Channel 146. 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be on tonight with Thomas uh, Watson. I'm also a family of FreightWaves, Life Friendly, as we talk about different marketing techniques and especially how to take steps after conferences to build your network as well. So go check that out. And uh, if you have SiriusXM, you can also check out past episodes on demand too. Uh, other than that, thank you everyone for checking us out. If you ever have someone or know a, a woman in transportation or logistics that would be incredible for the show, reach out to me gsharky at freightwaves.com and let's link them up until then i appreciate everyone watching the show appreciate the great feedback that we've gotten uh really means a lot to us over the last year and 2023 is going to be just as fun as exciting as well hopefully we'll have more people on the screen like brielle like myself uh, to bring that content to you so again get prepared to see some really cool people on over the next couple weeks and of course kaylee and i will be back together again soon uh, until then everyone enjoy your afternoons and i'll talk to you later One.